hey newbies, from time to time, sometimes we like spit out words that we may have covered before and it's an accident. But if we ever do that and don't explain some of the lingo, you can go to nftsfornewbies.com and get a lingo guide or just an NFT newbie guide altogether. That's going to probably save you some time, uh, maybe save you a DM and just have a reference so that way you can educate yourself on your off time if you'd like. And if you get any of those guides, then you will get our newsletter every week, every Wednesday, that is. And you will see what we've been up to, what we've released and where you can find us. Let's get to the show. There are two things about building an NFT community that most people will never tell you, but you are going to be ahead of the game after this. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs, but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're going to break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Whether you're listening or watching, we are so thankful for your support. So here we go. Some of the best intentions of creators still fall short because of one main problem, and that is not taking the time to consider how you are going to build a long-standing community. There's also some creators who are trying to get into Web3, and then there's some creators who had to get into Web3 after some of that thing that's been going around for a couple years wiped them out of their business. So the person I'm talking about in today's episode is a gentleman named Drew Weatherhead, who had a jiu-jitsu studio that he had to shut down. I mean, he was rocking and rolling, but he had to stop all his classes, and it completely cut out his income stream. Luckily, he had spent years online building a thriving community around martial arts memes. Yes, that's a thing. And after learning about NFTs, he thought that this might be an obvious solution to the problem. Could he still run his business, serve his community all through this new tech? Absolutely. However, there was an issue. We connected on IG a couple of weeks back, and he shared two fascinating things with me that I knew we had to share with the newbie fam. The first one being something that most people do not understand that they will have to do in order to build a community. So I had an NFT project called Ape Shakas that I pitched out to all of my followers on my Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu meme page because Jitsu. And I took about a full month to fully explain this upcoming project to my followers and to get them excited and get them sort of uh, educated in the space because it's such a new burgeoning space to try to get people to invest into especially when it's hard to understand how to do that what type of cryptocurrency you need the wallets involved all the process the whole thing so it's it's going to take some time to uh, get people on board enough and then educated enough to actually invest into your project and that is going to be on you as the creator if you're making your own nft collection you're now the professor so that's that's something you need to prepare yourself with some due diligence do all the research you can and then don't feel like you have to know everything about nfts and cryptocurrency but know enough that you yourself are confident that you can do it because that's really all you need to lead people to is how to do it when the time for launch comes the community building itself is 
the most important part of NFTs. Like community just is everything. It's more important than the art. It's more important than even the utility, which I would say is a close second, but community is over everything. If you have a strong community, then you're going to have a winning project. So there's this misconception that happens when it comes to you have to have a massive discord or you have to have a massive social following. I'll admit that I got a pretty big social following. I've got 172,000 people following my meme page on Instagram. I've got another 26,000 following on my personal Instagram. I've got 50,000 on Facebook. But here's the interesting thing. For my entire collection, which was 420 NFTs, to sell them out, I only needed 243 investors. They bought them all. Less than 250 people sold out my entire collection in about a week. So don't feel like you're going to need thousands and thousands and thousands of people in your Discord. You need an engaged Discord who's excited about the project, who knows you as a creator. It's really important that you're active in there yourself because you should treat your own upcoming investors as what type of project you would want to invest in if it was your crypto that you were putting into it. So check it out. My first response to watching this, I thought Drew's way ahead of many NFT projects. And the funny thing is that he was actually in a position where he was completely vulnerable. Like if you are a business owner, you're always kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? And it dropped for him. But instead of looking at like, how am I going to like quick fix this? He understood exactly what it was going to take by spending all that time educating. Like when he said the professor line, I was like, holy shit. Like this dude gets it. Like you have to educate people on what you're doing, why it's important, how they could get involved and and not just kind of anticipate that the totality of your following is actually going to be interested. Uh, but he actually like did not look for the quick fix. He knew it had to be long term and he started with education. I'm like, so all about that. I didn't tell you this and I didn't tell Drew this. This is something behind the scenes that happened that nobody knows about except for me. Um, I've gotten so many DMs after Drew's live that we did from his community saying, Heather, what Drew was saying was true. He spent so much time one-on-one with me, helping me set up a wallet, educating me on like cryptocurrency, how to get involved or whatever, like one-on-one his own time, like in DMs with people. And his community was like doing his marketing for him, (laughs) talking about what a great human he was and how much they support and love him, which I just thought spoke volumes because he's practicing what he's preaching here. Yeah. I mean, like if you can create a community of evangelists and ambassadors, I mean, you're freaking, you're going to be gold. Hey newbies, our friend Sean has made an online course called NFTs Simplified. So consider it an extension of the things that we've tried to help you do. Now this course is going to cover a few things and we want to tell you about it because it is very affordable and it is very worthwhile. So obviously we're going to cover what an NFT is, how to transfer Ether crypto into your wallet, how to buy an NFT, NFT security basics, all so that you can do the things you want. Some of you want to make money, some of you want to invest money, some of you want to make sure your NFTs and your monies are safe. And that's exactly uh, why we're pairing up with Sean for this. So there will be five video lessons and there's also plenty of course handouts and notes. Uh, I'm looking at some of the reviews right now. Here's one from Haleem saying the course is great. I love the graphics and wish I had time to watch all this before I tried to do it myself. So there's additional reviews just like that, that made us confident to partner with him and to offer this course to you for 19 bucks. Okay. That's about three Starbucks grande drinks. Okay. 
So think about it, 19 bucks to keep your NFTs safe, to get you some of that extended knowledge that you want, and to just have a course from someone who is driven to help you. So we'll link it in the show notes. See you next time. The other thing that he mentioned was just the whole misconception with we have to have a million people following me in huge numbers for this to be a successful project. I think we're delusioned as creators and investors when we see huge numbers, we associate that with value. It's not always about numbers. It's about conversion and engagement. And we're going to be digging into that more over the next several weeks as we learn more about the business side of NFTs. But we're looking at conversion. He had hundreds of thousands of people following him, but he had a few hundred who actually bought into the project. And honestly, that's all he needed. That's not all, though. A lot of the creators and small business owners who have reached out to us and who want to start NFT projects have been met with something that we actually didn't anticipate. One more thing I want to talk about on, along those lines, though, is don't be afraid to get some backlash from people that don't get it. Because this is just, it's prevalent throughout the entire industry right now that most people don't understand it. And there's a lot of people that get hostile about that. And you're going to get maybe called some names. You might get them asking if you're a, a fraudster or, if, you know, making implications that you're doing this as a get rich quick scheme. I can't express enough that that is normal in this space and it doesn't actually define you as a person. Do not make the mistake. I had to go through this quite a bit for that one month lead up into my actual uh, launch and sale of my collection. Don't let it get to you personally. Remind yourself who you are, what you're doing this for, and believe in yourself, in your community, in the, the project itself as a grassroots believer yourself. Expect backlash. Honestly, Rich, like I'm, I'm, I'm starting to hear that a little bit more over the past few weeks, but I never in a million years anticipated that entering into the NFT space. And it makes sense thinking about it. People um, have a lot of preconceived ideas about NFTs. There's a lot of stigma around them. And quite frankly, people are afraid of things they don't understand. Uh, but this has been a really real concern, not just with Drew, but we've personally met one-on-one -on -one with some business owners and they're like, yeah, it's kind of hard sharing that we're doing NFTs now because the community either thinks we're selling out or they're upset about the environmental implications of it. And so there's there's a little bit of kind of like, oh, God, I'm excited about my NFTs, but also, too, people are giving me hell about this. Like, what do I do, right? <laughs> 100%. So, I mean, like, the the one of the takeaways is, like, you got to be true to yourself, right? Or you got to be Drew to yourself. What? Oh, come on, Drew? Oh, Drew to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. He tried. It was it was a really good effort. <laughs> but you got to be true to yourself even when people are giving you shit about NFTs. And here is why. Take NFTs out of the equation. I've had clients before who don't pay me via the accounting system that I like because they have their own accounting system set up and that's how they pay people. Like that's how it benefits them the most. And that's how they're able to be a little bit more seamless in their processes. And that's internally important to them. Okay, so it doesn't have to be NFTs. It could be anything associated with that business. Like if that's what's going to help them as a business owner thrive and make it a better experience for you, then of course you got to be true to yourself, right? You cannot think of oh, what's Heather going to think when I put out this NFT project. All I need to know is Heather's on board or off board, but I'm still going to take the time to try and educate her just in case she's reluctant. And if she doesn't want to take part, no problem. If she wants to take part, let's win together. Yeah, I think it's just, for me, it's helpful hearing that this is a common thing and it's not a personal one because um, I don't even know if I've shared this with you yet, Rich. 
I've personally had some people in my circle kind of reach out to me concerned about my new interest in NFTs and with the show and transitioning everything. And at first I kind of took it personal, like not against them, but starting questioning myself, like, am I doing something wrong? But hearing that this is a very common thing that a lot of people are experiencing kind of helped me and back to Drew's original point, put on my educator hat of being like, here's an opportunity to educate those around me around about these misconceptions and so forth forth. Um, it takes a lot of leadership. I mean, leadership skills to be able to deal, do this, not only from like a deliverable perspective, but also an internal one, because you're having to deal with a lot of um, backlash and things maybe you've never faced before. Dude, I, I just got to say this. You literally just fucking put me in a time machine because I remember when I was going to the military entry processing station, which is MEPS. It's like the final stop before you go, or it's like literally where you sign the paperwork where like you're going. And you have to wear these name tags. Uh, not, It's like, I think it has your name, but then it also says your service in big, bold, bold letters, like the service you're going to. And there was like none, like almost none that said U.S. Marines. And all the people who had Army and Navy on them were like, dude, are you crazy? And I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? And the thing that scares you the most is probably the thing that's going to set you apart the most and help you grow the most. So, you know, like, obviously, everything worked out very well. It's the best experience of my life. And I'm incredibly proud. But if you're a business owner, and maybe you're looking at NFTs, or maybe you're looking at crypto, or maybe you're looking at an email list, or whatever it is, like, it's your win or loss to carry, not anyone else's. And I promise you, if you're anything like us, the experience is going to be valuable no matter what, because you're going to learn so much about yourself and like what you maybe should or shouldn't do or what your community does or doesn't want. But you just got to go for it. But you just literally brought me back. It's like impossible to hold that in because I was like, dude, what am I doing? And then I was like, I, I could not be prouder of that decision. That's real. That's real. Listen, we have one really important question that we are about to answer just in a second. But I really want to shout out Drew Weatherhead. Again, all of his links up are in the show notes. He has a podcast because Jiu-Jitsu podcast. Also to his Ape Shakers uh, project. All that will be linked in there. He's just one of those solid dudes. Good vibes, you know, is just family man doing things for the right reasons. All right, this final question comes from one of you guys, a listener. This is Andre David, who asks, if you could be present, an eyewitness of a historical moment of our civilization, what would it be and why? Uh, for me, that would be uh, September 2nd, 1945. That was on the USS Missouri when the formal surrender documents ending World War II, it's the surrender documents of Japan, took place. And it has nothing to do with, you know, us winning or anything like that. Like both sides lost very, very heavily. Uh, but it is just like the formality of like, let's bring this to a close. Like that's historic. That's crazy. Uh, I just like just thinking about it gets me goosebumps. That has nothing to do with NFTs, but it's the first thing that came to mind. So that's why I said it. What about you? Well, mine really doesn't have anything to do with NFTs, and I refuse to pick between these two, so I'm going to quickly say both of them. First of all, when Jesus was resurrected from the dead, I wanted to be there. I want to see this man <laughs> be like, alive coming out of the grave. <laughs> Come on, people in the back. Uh, Jesus' resurrection, and then also... <laughs> um, Martin Luther King's speech, I Have a Dream. I, I love that man. I think he did not have to do any of the stuff that he did. He was just a pastor had a family doing his thing, but he chose to step up and um, ultimately gave his life for a cause that he believed in. And that speech is freaking fire. And I wish I could be there with Jesus too. So that's <laughs> <laughs> okay. So look, guys, uh, here's what, here's what we want to wrap with. 
if you are a small business owner, if you're someone who's curious about starting a business through NFTs, whatever it may be, uh, no matter what the naysayers say, um, no, that doesn't no matter what uh, the haters may say or no matter what the opinions people may have, one of the best things you can do, if you didn't take away anything else, this is it. You got to educate them, okay? You're going to have to educate people uh, because that familiarization is probably going to make things a little bit less intimidating. They're going to probably have an understanding if they are someone who's been with you for a while, they're going to have an understanding that you're doing this for the better good, not to make a quick buck. So take your time, build your community, but educate first. And we will see you next time. We'll be right back.